You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey, hey, welcome to Bodies by Design Radio. This is your co-host, trainer Fred. And your other (laughs) co-host, Coach Donovan. (laughs) All right. Well, guess what, guys? We are definitely in a kissing mode. Man, I love these days. And... um, (laughs) And we wanted to bring all that all that kiss your way. And that's what this podcast is about today. It's about mm, kissing. Mm. But maybe not the way that you're thinking right now. Maybe, I mean, I may uh, disappoint Donovan, but we're actually not kissing. Uh, yeah. This is the lesson of kiss on how we can actually incorporate that into our life and really get back to the simplicity of it. Mm. So it's going to be a powerful podcast. It po- this podcast is not just directed towards the uh, people at Bodies by Design. This is a podcast that we feel like everyone should listen to. So when you get done listening to it, and once you get the value from it, make sure you forward it to someone that you love and let them also get the benefit of KISS. Awesome. KISS. So uh, I'm excited about this one because you and I have been in the trenches together for a long time. And every time we find ourselves in a, like a, what can be a chaotic situation, we always come back to this. And as soon as we do, the path is like cleared up. Like, right. why didn't we just think of that in the beginning? Right. Right. So uh, I'm excited to share this. Well, I, I, for one, like kissing. I like kissing my wife. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, this kiss is truly the kiss for life. And it can incorporate everyone and everything in your in your family, in your life, everyday life, your work life, everything that goes into it. And let's talk about what KISS means to us because it has different meaning. This is the acronyms for keeping it super simple. Right. Other people have said it like keep it simple stupid or whatever, but I like the acronym keep it super simple. Right. And I think when we go back to those words – Sometimes it's very difficult to keep things simple because when you keep things simple, in the back of your head, you may say, it just it, it can't just be that easy. Right. It just can't be that easy. Yeah, and the human brain seems, seems to do that, right? We can see this like in our, like the consultations and stuff we've done in the past about nutrition with people. When we come with this very simple nutrition idea, the philosophy that works and has worked since the beginning of time. And what the human brain does is everything possible to make it more difficult than that. Uh, it's almost like we are in a society as a society addicted to confusion and distraction and give me more so that I can kind of uh, keep finding my way instead right. of just knowing I already have my way. Right. All I have to do is like get all this, you know, dust off the top of a really simple idea and right. use the simple idea. Right. And, you know, what I mean, why is it good to stay confused and we really have to ask that and Mm. if you go ask anyone on the street hey are you confused most of the time you're going to say no right but if you really look in the depth and the roots of our everyday life there is some serious level of confusion no doubt but that confusion is a major benefit and who is it benefit what is why is it a good thing for the businesses around us to keep consumers like us confused all the time. Well, 
here's some really simple answers to that. And it's basically they're constantly wanting to sell products. So if you take the iPhone, for example, there is no way anyone is using the iPhone for all the power that it encompasses. 90% of the time we're doing what? Text messaging, looking at social media, and making phone calls. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all we're really doing. Right. But it has such amazing capabilities that if you actually read what it can do and what it is doing on a regular basis, it'll blow your mind out of out of water. But what happens every year? iPhone 9 comes out, iPhone 10 comes out, iPhone 11 comes out, iPhone 12 comes out. Why? Because they're always adding like a little feature that say, okay, this one is better than the other one. Mm -hmm. So you feel like you have to have it. But in actuality, if you had an iPhone 8, it would still send the same text message an iPhone 11 would. Right. So, you know, technology has helped tremendously by closing the gap of speed of getting to, to consumers as well, too. Right. They can get in front of us so quick. They can get right in front of you mm -hmm. on social media. There's billboards. There's radio. There's TV. There is so much that we're inundated with that we're constantly feeling like we need to have more. And that's where that confusion sets in to where you're like, yes, if I don't have that, I'm, I'm going to be missing out on this. I'm going to be missing out on that. So it's that fake promise that if you have this product, it's going to change your life. But in actuality, it just leaves us more confused because as soon as a new thing comes out, you're confused of why do you have the older one? You should get the new one. Mm. Yeah. I think a lot of this is like there's – there's two sides, right? If you own a business or you work for someone, obviously getting your message out in front of people is important. Otherwise, you don't have a business, right? Right. But if you look at the other side of how is it done? So there's a lot of products that come out now that they have these buzzwords that they know to use because they, they're preying on kind of the desperation of consumers, mm -hmm. right? And that's where we want to protect everybody who's in our environment and in our network. And if you're listening to this, that's you that be careful when you're looking at marketing, you have to have a really good filter. It may like on the front of this, give an example of a package will say high in protein, right? Some for some people, that's all they need to see. I heard I need more protein. I'm buying this product. What we didn't see was the 37 ingredients that are on the back that are all damaging. Right. Right. And so our mission here is just to teach you to uh, have a good filter and then go back to a lot of the things you already know that are simple before you added a lot of information on top of it. So yeah. let's and, get it, through it. and it's funny that you bring up food because I think food is one of the prime examples that keeps consumers very confused. No, 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 and no. these are just some examples. And some of y'all are going to totally it's going to hit the nail on the head for y'all. I mean. Imagine when the Akai Berry craze came out. You know, Dr. Oz came out and said he has the answer to the fat burning that we've always been looking for. Yeah. Right? And it's Akai Berry. What is it? Akai? Akai. Or is it Acai? Acai. Whatever it is. What, however, <laughs> hey, the, whatever that came on his show, whatever that comes on his show and he has all these solutions, what is he trying to do? Get you to watch his program. His program sells more advertising his program makes more money so asai berry akai berry whatever whatever mm -hmm. it it was crazy everybody was buying the supplements all the stores were selling them people were trying to find them well 
come to find out this berry has been around for millions of years and people right. in Asia have been using this for millions and millions of years. So it's not like this just came out, like right. a new berry just popped out and that Dr. Oz found it. They just found a product, they put marketing around it and then they hyped it up and they named it something else. Like that, That's the key, right? There. Yeah. That's what's happening over and over. Right, over. I mean, think about, remember when green tea was better than coffee? <laughs> yeah. Like don't drink coffee because coffee is bad for you. G take green tea, green tea powder, green tea. So that was a big thing. And now coffee is better than green tea nowadays. Mm -hmm. If you drink more coffee, you have more an antioxidants, but then someone says, oh, if you drink more coffee, you actually gain more body fat. Like, where do you go with that? I mean, it's mm -hmm. just like, where, where are we getting this information from? You know, power of mushrooms, like the, mm -hmm. the shroom technology and, you know, sure. finding mushrooms in India and in the Middle East and the that people have been using this for, ancient, for years, right? like yeah. fermented food. Like a study came out that said that fermented food is good for colon, like to prevent colon cancer. I remember when I was a kid, my parents had fermented food like in the in the in the back porch, and they would bring it out and would eat it all the time. There was no that's just that was just a way of life, right? Right? And hemp seed, you know, that was another one. Hemp seed, this hemp seed, that you know, guys, hemp seed has been around forever. And it has amazing products. All of these foods that we just listed, they're all amazing and they should all be part of the diet. Sure. But the problem is they take one food, they wrap marketing around it, they sell it as something that it's not, and then they sell the hell out of it and with all these promises next to it. And as soon as the flame goes away from that one, the next food is on its way. Yeah. And that's how you keep consumers confused. Yeah. Yeah, and if you look at like everything in life, everything is a life cycle. Right. Everything goes in cycles. Um, so same thing with, with workouts, right? Those are some great food examples, by the way. Uh, but if you switch over and look at your workouts, right? Lifting heavy is the thing. You have to lift heavy in order to gain this muscle you need to keep fat away. If you're not lifting heavy, you're not doing it right. Or like cardio is the only way. If you want to burn fat, you got to do more cardio. It needs to be in the morning, fasted on an empty stomach, and then make sure you don't eat until 11, right? Because intermittent fasting, that's right. another that thing. That was another right? thing that came through. Yeah. Uh, make sure you're only doing high-intensity cardio. Or why are you working out so much? You only need to do these seven-minute abs to get these abs, right? These commercials and these infomercials, they're powerful on TV because, first of all, most people are looking and seeing something that they would like to look like, Yeah. right? And then they're using the right words like, oh, you got a busy mom or dad watching this and they're trying to figure out how to fit these workouts into their life. And then they hear only seven minutes. I can got do this, that. Yeah. And that's great. If you do seven minute workouts, that's great. But that's not the key and the only thing that you need to have six pack abs or be in the best shape of your life. So the marketing is really important. Um, older people should not lift weights or older people should lift weights. We've gone through both of them, right? Shouldn't lift weights because their bones and joints can't handle it or they need to lift weights now because their bones and joints need it. I'm so confused. Right. What are we supposed to do right now? Yeah. Like this is the stuff that comes out, right? Analysis paralysis. For real. That's that's really what we get to. It's a serious thing. And if you do a search, then this was two years ago I heard this stat. If you do a search on Amazon, just Amazon, for nutrition book, for example, there's 70,000 examples that are going to come up. Which one do you choose? Um, so, you know, 
back to some of these workout examples. So hit cardio, hit. Hit was huge for a while, right? Your high intensity training. How long has that been around? People have been sprinting and doing stuff like that forever. But it became out as if you're not doing this, you won't burn fat. You remember when Tabata training first like introduced got introduced to the US? Yeah. What people don't know about Tabata training is that that was done by a Chinese scientist that found out that by working 20 seconds extremely to 100% and resting for 10 seconds, it increased the, the, the lung capacity and oxygen capacity sure. of their athletes like 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, right. it just, and it just got here to the US, like right. as far as the name Tabata, yeah. right? So it's not new. When it comes here, it's not new. Nothing is new. Right. It's all just being recycled. No doubt. Um, and then a couple more like circuit training. All these things are, they're tools, they're valuable. I think one of the most powerful things that we can do as humans is to ask ourselves the question or be able to answer the question, what works for me? Right. And if you can answer that question without saying, well, I heard this or I heard this, I heard this, then that's when you know you have a pretty solid foundation and you can lean on that forever. Right. Um, know thyself. That's really important. Well, and you know what? You can really find out what's really good for you once you start trying a couple of different things. Sure. Right. And I think the point that we're making is like everything that we just we just listed as far as lifting heavy, doing cardio, seven minute abs, you know, uh, hit cardio, circuit training. Actually, if there was a sprinkle of all of that into your life, you'd be a very healthy human. But the problem is that there is so much information that when people look at it, they don't know which one to choose, right. so they don't choose anything at all. Right. So that's where we get back to that analysis paralysis, to where you're overanalyzing, trying to figure out what it is the right thing for you, and three months has gone by, and you haven't even gone for a walk because you're trying to figure out, do I choose hit before weights? Do I choose weights before right. cardio? Do I choose cardio before? So that's where we come in as coaches and truly look at the situation of where the clients are at, mm -hmm. and then we start them with what we recommend them start doing as far as how could they take that first step and then take the second step to literally kind of create building blocks and not fall off of it. Because if you're not realistic with yourself, it's not gonna work. Because sure. most, most people that go and do hit cardio or go do boot camps or something that they haven't done in, in a very long time, what happens? They get extremely sore, they get injured, it's it's a it's a level of discomfort that they've never felt before mm -hmm. so they associate that with pain sure. and not pleasure sure and they're like oh you know no pain no gain that's garbage that's not true right. you should not be in pain all the time right right and that's that's another deeper subject that we can talk about in another podcast but you have to figure out where you are fitness level wise first and then we start to slowly add on to it. Mm -hmm. And we'll give some examples here. I, we've had several new clients that have come in through the door in, sure. since January and some older clients that have been with us in the past and they just returned. My prescription for them was the first month, what we're going to do is get your ligaments and your tendons ready to just move again by doing 15 minutes, 20 minutes of cardio right. and doing our board warm up, basically three to four times a week. Right. None of them have actually gone into any of our workouts until they get over that level. We did one 
warm-up session with several clients that could barely walk the next day mm-hmm. because their bodies were just not used to moving. So it's very irresponsible as coaches, whether it's us or any other coaches anywhere else, to start anyone on a very intense program that the person is not ready to ready to take on. Okay. And it's you know detrimental for them and it's also detrimental for the coach because the coach is not gonna be able to keep that client. Right. But if you're able to show them that you can build them from bottom to the top very slowly, then what happens is that there's little successes happen. And once you start adding those little successes on top of each other and you look back 365 days, that becomes a mountain of little success that builds up to massive success. And I think that's what we need to do is we need to really kind of pull everyone back and just allow them to understand something. The number one thing that you and I tell our clients when they come into the door is like, this is going to take time. Right. And if you're just planning on being here for a month or two months, this is not going to work out because we have to give ourselves an opportunity for us as coaches to get to know you and also for you to get to know what you're capable of doing. Because right. how do we know what you're capable of doing if right. you don't know what to do? So, you know, how do we combat these issues? And that's that's what we're going into right now as far as what do we deal with whenever these people are coming in? How do we combat these issues? What's the solution? We've already talked about the problem. Right. We talked about the problems of confusion in food, confusion in exercise, yeah. confusion in just basic life in general. Like, but bringing it down to the health level, like how do we start to combat these? Uh, so one of the first things that anybody can do is you can look at your own situation right now from a reality standpoint. Not a standpoint about how you feel about things or what your emotions are at the moment, but what's the reality? Like, are you able to squat? Are you able to do an overhead press? Are you able to do a basic push-up? Where are you at? And that lets you know, okay, well, I know I have to begin here, okay? Because the emotion will say, I should be able to do a 20-minute high-intensity workout. But the emotion doesn't work. The reality is, here's what I'm able to do. And then you start there. And then from that point, you got to understand process, okay? The end goal might be to, you know, lose 20 pounds or to be in the best shape of your life, but that's going to take time. So really falling in love with the process is going to be important. Yeah. And, and actually, you know what? I almost go, go away from that term, fall in love with the process. Sometimes you don't have to like the process, yeah. but it's not going anywhere. Right. So you're going to have to use it no matter it. what. Right. Um, so this is what we've seen because it's, it's frustrating to see uh, some of our our new clients when they come in, they just want to be there already. Yeah. So um, and I, we can feel that we're like, we know you want to be there, but what we have to do is get you to understand process takes time, and uh, not to judge your your progress, but the only thing you can really judge is what you're doing uh, yourself, and we're we're gonna talk about that in a minute. Right. Um, so we help them understand the kiss method. That today maybe you were able to you know, jog for 20 seconds next week. What we'll make sure is that you get up to 25 seconds Mm -hmm. and make that progress. Um, and then truly taking it back to the micro levels of simplicity. Like, you know, if you're not able to, for in this case, if you're not able to squat in a full parallel squat, then we're going to start working quarter squats. Or if you haven't paid any attention to your nutrition ever, then we're going to start by just, having a healthy breakfast right right we're not going to change the rest of your life or the whole entire rest of your day 
we're going to keep it really simple because you already know, most people already know enough about nutrition and exercise that if they just did the simple thing, it would work. Right. Uh, but I think that's where the power of coaches come in is to take, pull you back and say, hey, look, let, I'm going to guide you through this. You don't have to think so much about it right now. Let me guide you. But eventually, I want you to be able to tell me what works for you. Right. That's how educated I want you to be about it. Well, and then how do we actually take these take these confused minds or just confused mind in general mm-hmm. about everything that's going on? How do we bring back that how how do we bring that to micro level of simplicity? So we have come up with two solutions, two ways. And this is a quote that you can just remember and you can say to yourself all the time. It's show up and shut up. Now, what does that mean? What's the meaning of showing up? The meaning of showing up means exactly what it sounds like. Show up when you're supposed to show up. If you said you're going to be there Monday at 4 o'clock, be there at 4 o'clock. If you said you're going to be at your kid's recital at 5 o'clock, be there at 5 o'clock. That is literally as simple as it gets. I think what people don't understand that time is valuable. And when you have asked another human to take their time to coach you and take you or meet you for lunch or, you know, yeah. you know for, a, for a meeting or whatever, it is their time also. So if you're selfish with your time, what happens is that you lose respect of other people that you're also losing their time too because they're dedicating that time to you no doubt so another question is like about showing up going going into it a little bit deeper is are you showing up at home are you showing up at work are you showing up for your kids and this is not this is not just physically showing up this is like when you actually physically are there are you present when your kids are talking to you are you looking at your Facebook feed or your Instagram feed while they're trying to show you something and you're kind of listening to them, but you're also looking at your phone, that's not showing up. Are you giving your full attention to someone whenever they're they're talking to you? Mm. Are you showing up for your spouse? Are you showing up for your friends and your family? Are you showing up with your food? Are you just throwing stuff down your throat or are you actually truly conscious about what's going in there? Are you making a decision that, hey, this, I'm going to eat this because of this and this and this reasons, right? And then are you showing up for yourself in general? I think we put everybody in front of us, especially as parents, business owners, as, as brothers, as sisters. For me, I'm, more, I'm, a, I'm a people pleaser. I want to make sure everybody around me is taken care of. Mm-hmm. But a long time ago, I learned a lesson that if I am not running at 100%, everyone else around me is suffering too because I can't give them my true self. No doubt. That's huge. So that's the key to it is are you showing up on time to things that you're showing up to? And also are you showing up and being present when you are actually physically there? Those are serious questions that you have to ask yourself. And if the answer is no to any of these questions, it will be really hard to have a great life, much less a fit and healthy body. Mm. Because the number one thing that we teach our clients when they come to Bodies by Design is they're like, I have a goal to lose 20 pounds and I've got to, and I, and I just stop them right there. And I say, you have one goal. And they're like, no, 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 I have, no, I'm, 
no, you have one goal. And they're like, okay, what is that? I'm like, just to walk through the door. That's all you have to do is show us that you can show up, period. But then they start the rant again. They're like, okay, well, after I show up, what I want it, I'm like, no, you just have to show up. Because once you show up, things start to happen. You start getting coached. You start getting into an environment. Your mind starts changing. Your body changing is just a byproduct of you constantly showing up to where you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. period. Everybody wants their body to change, but they don't realize they have to do the very boring stuff of what? Showing up. An example, like last night when I was washing dishes, Rahina was putting the kids to sleep and I was washing the dishes and I was looking at the dishes and I thought to myself, this can't get all done at the same time. I literally have to do one dish at a time. And about 15 minutes after drying the wet ones and putting the other ones in the dishwasher and cleaning the counters, I stepped back and looked at the kitchen and it looked like a model kitchen. Nothing was on the counters. Everything smelled good. All the dishes were gone. But looking at it before I got started looked like a mounting task. Mm -hmm. But I just, all I did was one dish at a time. And in 15, 20 minutes, everything was done. Right. So that's the real simplicity of just showing up. Just showing up. And the next part is uh, the doing the shut up. Right? So, and, and this doesn't mean don't talk, right? So Wait, a lot of not, people hear that. You're, you're, not, you're not telling me to shut I'm up? I'm not telling you to shut up. What I'm saying But you are telling is, me to shut up. There's a few things that you might be doing that I may have to tell you to shut up. Right? Okay. So if you're doing these things, like are you always talking down to yourself? Right? Listen to yourself when you speak to other people. Do you say all the negative things about yourself. If you're not even speaking to other people, do you have negative self-talk? Um, are you always uh, seeing the faults in other people um, and talking about those things? Do you blame your job for your unhappiness or blame your spouse for being unhappy? Um, are you blaming anything in your life at all? Do you gossip a lot at all about coworkers, friends, family, strangers? Is this something that's coming out of you? Because these are the things where we would say shut up because it's a negative energy that's affecting you. Right. Right. Yes. Eventually you're going to start to affect other people because our environments are very important, but just be selfish for a second. Why do you want that energy around you? Right. And are your actions, actions different than they are? Um, You know, are, do you feel different about yourself when you're, in a positive mindset or a negative mindset, it really takes some stock of that. So, um, and this is not to say that you're you're super positive all the time, but you, if you're negative self-talking yourself, you it's guaranteed you're going to be in a negative frame of mind, and you're right. probably going to give that off to the people around you. So, that's when you combine those two things: two things, show up and shut up. Then you become a more powerful person because the shut up part makes you take full responsibility for your life. That's what that's about. Um, so again, if you're blaming or talking down or gossiping, any of right. that stuff, it's not necessary. Um, so if you answer yes to any of those things, it's always, like you said, it's going to be hard to have uh, this positive momentum in your life that you want, that you talk about, but the actions aren't aligning. Right. And that the shut up is just really just a nice reminder for yourself to catch yourself because we're human. Sure. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna gossip without knowing we're doing it, but then as soon as you do it, you can internally just tell yourself to shut up. 
Okay. I mean, it's like almost that button where you hit to where you're like, no, I need to shut up right now. And you now. can take your power back in that. That's like, exactly that right. That's exactly right. You can literally just regain power at any second you want to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of my biggest goals for 2020 and every year beyond that or before that was not to ever let anybody write your storybook. You know, keep the pen in your hand and don't give it around for people to write it. Yeah. Because when you give your power away, people think about power as like muscle and physical. No, it's the power of letting other people control your emotions and being around an environment to where if they're gossipy and if they're negative, you just feed into it. You literally just gave your power away. Gave it away. Yeah. So I, I for one, and I know you for one, you cannot stand to be around people that are just on a negative you know, war path. I just can't do it. I just can't be around them. Right. I might love them, but I just can't be around them. No doubt. And, you know, it's a big reminder for yourself to always keep your power to yourself and remind yourself if, like you said, all the stuff that you just listed, if you're saying those things to yourself, just tell yourself to shut up. Yeah. Not other people because you need to be in control of what you're thinking and what you're feeling. Right. And once that changes... Your environment changes automatically anyways. But wrapping this wrapping this podcast up, what is the solution to all of this? What is truly the solution to all of it is do one thing at a time like building Legos, like when we were kids. Just one thing at a time, one dish at a time, mm -hmm. one step at a time, one training session at a time. You know, it's like one bill at a time when you're paying it. You know, it's like one mile at a time when you're driving down the road. Just keep it that simple. Start showing up and shutting up. Show up on time and shut up when you catch yourself. Mm -hmm. Catch yourself in the, that type of negative talk and gossip. Just go into shut up. One of the greatest things that cannot coexist is gratitude and gossip or gratitude and negative thinking. Mm. They cannot coexist in the same room. It has actually been scientifically shown that your brain is more lit up when you're in gratitude and it's less lit up when you're in gossip and when you're in negativity. Sure. And always go back to the basics. And I know that sounds so cliche and everybody says that, but you know, defining basics is literally just showing up when you're supposed to is just being there on time when you're supposed to is being present when you are there when you're talking to your wife turn the tv off when you're talking to your kids look in their eyes because they're just watching you do life and they're going to repeat what you're doing right now so if you're ignoring them now while you're on your phone they're going to ignore you later when you're trying to get their attention and then you're going to get frustrated and say to yourself why are they not listening to me is because we have taught them not to be present while they are physically present in the moment. Yeah. yeah. And I think that last point you talked about goes back to this, this everything in life, right? Where if we keep it simple and don't add unnecessary confusion to situations, then they work. They're powerful. So if we're paying attention to somebody, then we can have a powerful conversation. Right. If we know the basics of nutrition and we keep doing them, then we can stay powerful with it because we don't have all the other stuff confusing us. Mm -hmm. So this it, it just goes across every area of your life. So hopefully this uh, kiss method has, you know, resonated with you. 
Keep it super simple. So the next time you feel chaotic in your mind or there's just so much going on, you're having a hard time just figuring out what the next step is. Just go back to the question. What is the super simple thing that I can do right now? And then just do that. It might just be a small step you take, but it's going to be a powerful step because then you can start the path will start to clear itself. Sure. And to close everything out, here's what we really want to get across to you. We want you to kiss everything in your life. Kiss it. And you will have a life full of joy, happiness, and nothing but love. That's it. I think that wraps it up. Yep. If you guys felt like this was something that was simple to listen to and simple to share, hit that share button. Share it with the people you love because we truly see the level of confusion at the highest it's ever been Mm. and is creating extreme chaos in all of our lives. And it likes it because it's a marketing money-making machine and we have to get our power back. The power of thinking, the power of consuming, and the power of being truly present and doing the simple things because nothing gets done without simplicity. There we go. Let's go kiss life, y'all. Hope this episode resonated with you and we will see you on episode 10. Peace. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.